0: Welcome to the ICAST podcast. I'm Indy Singhoti, ICAST president, and I'll be hosting today's podcast discussion. For this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by our guest today, Sharon Maynard. Having recently graduated from the University of Glasgow with a first class honours in accountancy with finance, Sharon works as an accounts and audit trainee at Martin Aitken & Co. During our conversation, I'll be asking Sharon more about her chartered accountancy journey. And more specifically, her experience of studying with ICAS and the support she received from the ICAS Foundation. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sharon. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Thank you, Wendy. Wonderful. So we'll we'll jump right in. Um. So reflecting on the past few years and the unprecedented level of change that the world has experienced as a result of the pandemic, could you start by telling our listeners about your experience of studying at university during these very difficult and challenging times?
1: Yes, the pandemic affected me during semester two of second year, making my last in-person exams first semester of second year. And around March 2020, our in-person classes stopped and all learning was moved online to a Zoom platform. This means that our exams were postponed and a lot of business school exams were cancelled. But accounting and finance went ahead as ICAS exemptions weren't needed. So by third year, luckily my university were more prepared for the new online structure. So during my my third year, Um, The teachers created a timetable plan for all of us to follow as all learning was now online and I found these were really helpful because they allowed me to structure my time a bit more. And now that the commuting element was removed from my day, I found I had more time to study and keep up with the online class tutorials.
0: Thank you, thank you for sharing a little bit about your your journey there. And obviously, it was a very significant transition for many students across the entire edu- education spectrum. And you desc- described some some challenges that arose there. I just wanted to ask then, what helped you to to tackle those challenges or stay motivated during this period?
1: I would definitely say staying organised um, really helped me tackle that difficult period. Um, by doing this. So, I created my own work from home setup and I tried to stay motivated as now everything was online. So, the responsibility really fell on you to keep up with the class as the lectures. There was no more in person classes. So, yeah, it was really just up to you to motivate yourself and make sure you're staying on top of everything given the material that the lecturers do give you at the start of the semester. So, yeah, I found creating my own timetable as well as obviously following the one that the teachers tried to supply us with, really helped me plan my study day a bit more. And I also tried to adopt a positive mindset, trying to do more than just study as everything was locked down. So I started, for example, doing yoga at home or some light exercises or reading more books aside from accounting and finance related books. So. Uh, Yeah, I would say definitely staying organised and keeping up with what an in-person class timetable would be like is something I'd say helped me get through.
0: Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that and really good on you for taking that responsibility and accountability um, for your learning. But I think there's some really useful lessons there around staying organized, being active and, and, and really con- continuing to pursue your wider interests outside of a work environment um, just to help with, I guess, well-being, which I'm sure many listeners um, can can relate to. Now, I'm sure some of our young CA listeners will be really keen and interested to hear more about your experience of starting a new role in accountancy. And so how have you found joining the Martin Aitken & Co team? And can you tell us a little bit about your role as an accounts and audit trainee in more detail?
1: Sure. So I first heard about Martin Aitken through the ICAS Foundation, as I've been a member since first year of university. So, they were advertising the summer placement opportunities for 2021, and I decided to apply. Luckily, I passed the two interviews and I worked there for the four weeks of June 2021. In this time, I worked in different departments each week so, tax one week, financial services, accounting, audit, really getting a holistic overview of the firm. By this, I managed to understand how the different departments integrate with each other to deliver quality services to clients and I would say the summer placement allowed me to make the link between theory that I learned at school and university relating to accounting and finance and actually practicing it in real life as those two were very different so I think working at Martin Eitken during the summer really helped me understand more in depth how accounting is like in the real world. In terms of my role at Martin Eitken as an accounting audit trainee, I would say because it's a small, medium sized enterprise, I've been getting a lot of exposure. So, as a trainee accountant, my daily responsibilities, while they do vary because I am in training, I am typically involved in Managing invoices, so inputting them into the accounting information system, dealing with accounts payables, receivables, and payroll administering. I'm also learning key areas of the company, such as accounts, bookkeeping, auditing. I'm also involved in preparing bank analysis and reconciliations. And I do this using accounting software such as Xero, Iris, My Work Papers, all of which I didn't have any experience or knowledge of before joining um, the firm. So I have found it very useful working there.
0: And that's absolutely wonderful to hear. And I think it's it's really important to, that you recognise that there's a theoretical learning and then the practical application and, and, and what that means during your experience. And it's wonderful to hear about the exposure that you've got to such a variety of different elements within finance function and that level of responsibility and, and the learning in a very, very short space of time. So I'm sure many of our young listeners will, will, will benefit from that. Recent research shows that 16 to 24-year-olds are some of the hardest hit by the lingering effects of the pandemic, and a large proportion of this age group feel hopeless about the future and that there is little support and limited opportunities for them. Can you, can you relate to this in any way, and what advice would you give to those that are, are feeling this way?
1: Certainly. So it was very difficult. Um, to adapt to the changing environment because, of course, the pandemic, that's something that was unprecedented. No one knew that it was going to happen. We were all scared and going through the emotions at the same time. But I do recommend looking outside yourself, which may help reduce the feeling of hopelessness. I advise trying to see what you can do to help others, for example, who are maybe feeling the same as you or even worse. For example, I chose to volunteer at the Royal Alexandra Hospital during the pandemic as I was mainly at home due to the regulations, which I did find sometimes to be quite isolating. But during my time volunteering at the hospital, I found it extremely rewarding and it made me appreciate the little things so much more and it made me grateful for the position that I was in health-wise. And if not volunteering, I would advise 16 to 24-year-olds apply for working abroad opportunities, for example, like Camp America, Camp Canada, Camp Valley, Maldives, Tokyo, really anywhere. And it's a fairly easy process with a high chance of success. I had applied in 2020, but unfortunately, COVID did make it a bit impossible. And if not that, you could always choose to study abroad, a summer school for example in Canada and if you go to university website or college there should be summer school options on that so that's what I'd recommend.
0: That's some really useful advice and I love that piece of looking outside yourself so thank you for sharing that Sharon I can definitely relate um, whenever I've been in a volunteering capacity and during the pandemic I was working uh, and volunteering with the humanitarian aid charity and through my time I've always found that when you give back you build such a such a sense of appreciation for your own privilege but also you learn so much from from giving back and you gain so many skills and opportunities um, as a result so it's a wonderful thing to do and I love the piece about trying to find opportunities abroad now that we're, uh, we're back in a in a, some level of normalcy um, that opportunity to go outside of your comfort zone outside of the sort of village, town or city that you're from and to broaden your horizons and broaden your aperture and view of the world by being somewhere else is so hugely valuable and pays dividends in many different ways into the future. So thank you for sharing some of those opportunities that that you're aware of.
1: Definitely, thank you indeed.
0: In your opinion, what are some of the skills that are really important for CAs to have in order for them to flourish in the workplace?
1: I would say and um, soft skills are what are very essential to flourish so soft skills like people skills for example communication as you'll be working with different personalities and it is not the same as university or college where you choose your circle of friends you know in the workplace you do have to get along with different people and it's not always going to be easy but I would definitely say people skills as well as patience you may feel stressed sometimes and overwhelmed at work And I think developing um, the skill to the ability to, you know, deal with these emotions because it is a roller coaster at work. But it's also extremely rewarding. I'd also say teamwork. You'll be working with different people on different projects. So you'll need to be able to work well in a group setting, adaptability, time management, of course. And if you can apply for spring weeks or insight weeks in second year of university or a summer internship in third year, you can really pick up on these skills early in your career through those work placements.
0: Some really useful tips and insights there. I think definitely the the soft skills piece. I mean, I always talk about it in the context of emotional intelligence and the real need to sometimes Listen more than you speak because you can glean so, so much. And that piece around patience and reaching out to others for help when you feel maybe stressed and and trying to, or or, or, or with a particular challenge in front of you. So, some very, very useful skills there and and really great to to see your and and listen to your points of view. Did any of the knowledge gained from your ICAS studies help prepare you for your current role in accounts and audit?
1: Yes, so I studied TC Assurance and Data in my first year of ICAS. And I'd say this allowed me to understand the processes of internal and external auditing in particular at length, which was very useful when it came to doing this in practice. I would also say um, currently in my second year of ICAS, I'm learning more on financial reporting. And this includes, for example, accounting for different balances and transactions in accordance with different IAS and IFRS standards, as well as understanding the balance sheet and debt, the income statement, comprehensive income and equity accounts, understanding the importance of disclosures, for example. So I would say all of these things that I'm currently learning are um, very transferable to my day-to-day role in accounts and audits. So I really appreciate the fact that I'm gaining this knowledge as well as looking at it in practice and further developing my understanding.
0: And that's really useful to hear your your insights there. I'm really glad to see how ICAS and the qualification has supported you in your role. Following up from that question, I'd really like to understand how the CA qualification may have supported you with your own financial knowledge and confidence.
1: Yeah, thank you Andy. I would definitely say the qualification has improved my financial literacy. I am now more aware of financial concepts. I would say that this has reduced my financial stress and anxiety as I'm more confident around, for example, what is a mortgage, what is a bond. Uh, I can definitely, I have the ability to make better financial decisions as a result of the qualification. I read the Financial Times now and actually understand what they're talking about. Um, I've also managed to reduce my expenses, for example, through better managing of my money.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And I think it's a it's an aspect of the qualification that we don't talk about enough, but it has the CA qualification is a it's a very, very powerful way to improve financial literacy and confidence, which not only helps you in your career but wider aspects of life and key milestone moments in your life. And it's wonderful to hear hear that from your perspective. So thank you, Sharon. So as you mentioned earlier, you've also volunteered at the Royal Alexandra Hospital. And that's very commendable. And I imagine finding the time to do that. Could have been very very difficult. What did you get out of being a volunteer, and would you encourage others to do the same if they can?
1: Thank you. So yes, I decided to volunteer at the Royal Alexandra Hospital around the second wave, I would say, uh, just because you know watching the news every night, you could see how overwhelmed the hospital was. You know, um, during the height of the pandemic. So, since so all my learning was remote and I was mainly at home, I decided it was the perfect time to, you know, utilize my time a bit more. So volunteering at the Royal Alexandra Hospital, especially during this time, shaped me immensely, I would say. My entire psychological health was greatly improved by the social engagement I had through working and helping with others. This was important to me, you know, given all the lockdown rules at the time. was really nice to just get back out there and communicate with different people, obviously um, following COVID social distance rules. I would definitely encourage others to do the same because helping others, I would say, keeps your mind active and engaged. And I found that it was by helping others, it had a positive impact on my brain activity in particular. So, in short, I would say the more we give, the happier we feel.
0: Thank you so much for expanding on that further, Sean. As you mentioned earlier, when you give, you, you receive so much in, in a very interesting way and you make the world such a better place. So, I've, I commend you massively for your volunteering efforts and I hope that you continue to do that. And I'm sure you will throughout your personal and professional career. To conclude our discussion today, what advice would you give to CAs looking to develop their career in accountancy?
1: My advice would be to be dedicated today as it will most certainly pay off in the future. And there are many benefits in becoming a charter accountant. Accountancy is a consistent and growing field as business organisations will always need chartered accountants to work on company financial reports bookkeeping, advising on tax, qualifying as a CA can open so many career opportunities I would say and I would also say it's a secure profession as many companies of all sizes do need CAs. My career in accountancy so far has been both rewarding and challenging as I am working as well as studying at the moment but definitely worth it. I'm enjoying every minute.
0: Thank you for sharing some of your insights there, Sharon. Sadly, so that's all we have time for today, and it's been wonderful to hear about your CA journey and your plans for the for the future. If our listeners would like to get in touch with you, how can they do so?
1: Um, of course, it would be great to hear from anyone who's listened to this podcast. You can get in touch with me through my LinkedIn, Sharon
0: Miner. And that's all we have time for today. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please share it on social media and help spread the word. Until next time, thank you for listening and take care.